Welcome to the Single Greatest Choice Podcast, where single women find support, empowerment, information, and inspiration around the topics of singleness, fertility, motherhood, and mindset. I'm your host, Katie B., and I'm thrilled to be back for a second season to share more stories of women like you and me who are navigating these choices, along with interviews with experts in the fields of fertility preservation, coaching, and psychology. Whether you're just starting to question what to do about your finite fertility, or whether you're ready to make the leap into solo motherhood by choice, I hope these conversations will help you to feel more supported and confident along the way. Because whatever you decide to do with these years could be the single greatest choice you'll ever make, and you don't have to make it alone. Hi friends. So it's been a different kind of week here in Texas. As I'm sure that many of you have heard on the news, we had a snowstorm that just completely devastated our state. It's not that the storm itself was that terrible, though it did bring a ton of snow and temperatures that are unlike anything we're used to seeing around here, but really the issue is that our state was very underprepared, and so a ton of us were without power, water, heat, food, or the ability to leave our homes for days. If you follow me on Instagram, I shared that I consider myself extremely lucky to have had heat in my home throughout the storm. I did spend several days boiling snow to flush my toilets and daydreaming of a hot shower, but overall I was incredibly blessed. So many others had it much, much worse. Less than a week later, our temperatures are back in the mid-70s because Texas weather is truly insane. And today the sun was shining, the snow has melted, and our stores are gradually reopening and restocking with food. Neighbors are being incredible, and all over Facebook there are messages about where you can find bread and milk and water and eggs and the essentials. I mean, people really still are just trying to find basic supplies to get by. As of yesterday, the water in my city of Austin, Texas is finally safe to drink again. So needless to say, I spent this week honing my survival skills and hosting several house guests whose situations were much more dire than mine. I'm still not back at work yet since the schools are closed, but I spent the last day or two cleaning up the aftermath that the storm left behind, both inside and outside my house. And for the first time since I started this podcast, I did not manage to get my interview edited for you this week, but I'm being gentle with myself and I'm letting that be okay. While the storm is the reason that this week's episode didn't get edited in time, I've been reflecting on my goals with the podcast in general. I had several guests lined up for the remaining episodes of this season and I was really excited about them, but... For various reasons, those interviews have been delayed or it's just been hard to get in touch with people and it's feeling harder and harder to stay on top of getting the show recorded, edited, and aired on time each week. Every episode takes me about eight hours to produce and I'm coming to realize that my plan to keep that going right up until my due date is really not a reasonable or a self-compassionate one. As sad as it feels to cut the season short, I'm realizing that with six short weeks until my due date, It's time for me to shift my priorities to other areas of my life. I've only got a few weeks to wrap up all of my responsibilities at my full-time job, and I'm also working to finish up coaching packages with my clients in my private coaching business. All of that is enough to keep my head busy and my body pretty sedentary for the majority of every day. 
And when I listen to my increasingly pregnant body, I'm becoming more and more convinced that sitting even longer in the evenings in order to edit the podcast is just not what's best for me right now or for my baby. So it's time to take a break. Over the next few weeks, my goal is to move my body more by taking frequent walks with my dog around the hospital. I live just blocks away from the hospital where my baby will be born, and I love to walk around the perimeter of that building and think about how pretty soon I'll give birth to my little guy there. And not too much longer after that, he and I will take that same walk around the hospital and down to the nature trail, and he'll be on the outside of my body. You guys, I can't wait, but there's also a part of me that feels really nostalgic already about my pregnancy coming to an end. I've loved being pregnant, and honestly, if I weren't already advanced maternal age and supporting myself and now my son in a relatively expensive city, I think I'd keep doing this pregnancy thing again and again. I know some of you probably are not happy to hear that because pregnancy can be really hard, and I have so much compassion for those of you who have struggled and, you know, just counted down every day. But for me, pregnancy has just been so beautiful and I love it. And I'm really kind of sad it's almost over. But that's not to say I'm not excited about what's next. It just, it seems so surreal. I'm so comfortable with my baby on the inside. And there are so many unknowns about him being on the outside. So I really just want to make some space to kind of savor these final weeks with my baby on the inside where he's safe and I can feel him kick and squirm, but I can also still sleep in and not have the full responsibility of keeping a tiny little human alive. I'm also eager to be more consistent with my prenatal yoga and strength training, which are things that I really intended to do consistently all along, but to be entirely honest, I've kind of had a I'll start next week mentality that has somehow managed to span the entire length of my pregnancy so far. I guess it's better late than never, and I do feel like I can make a big difference in my birth experience by just gentle moving and stretching more in the final weeks. So that's where I really want to put my focus right now. I also love to learn, and any big shift in my life is usually preceded by some sort of in-depth study, so it makes sense that giving birth is no different. I'm currently taking a virtual childbirth class through Zoom, and I've also downloaded two self-paced courses on hypnobirthing. I'll share the links to these courses in the show notes in case you're interested. My dad and I also signed up together for an infant safety and CPR class since he'll be one of my biggest supporters with childcare. And honestly, it's been a long time since either one of us has cared for an infant. So we wanna make sure we know what we're doing. So I've got those modules to work through as well, plus an infant sleep course that a dear friend swears by and gifted to me as a baby gift. So lots of learning, lots of walking, hopefully some yoga. So life is full and life is good. And I'm thankful for these final weeks to prepare my body and my mind and my home for my sweet baby. Speaking of my home, I'll post some more renovation pictures on Instagram soon as I wrap up with the final few projects. And I'll definitely share some photos of my nursery when it's done. I'm so in love with it and I'm almost there. Just a few more things to hang up on the walls and then I can share it with you guys. I hope you'll understand my early departure from the podcast season. And know that I'll do my best to circle back when I can with some bonus episodes. As far as season three, I don't know when or if that will happen, as I need to kind of see what life is like as a solo mom. 
Realistically, if I'm going to commit to another season, I would likely need to find someone else to do the editing. That would mean that I would need to be able to pay them, which would mean that I would need to somehow monetize the show through a paid subscription like Patreon or something like that. Honestly, it's all more than I can think about right now, but if you happen to know or be a podcast editor or know anything about how these things work, please feel free to contact me. As we wrap up, I wanted to share a final mini episode with you. This is a clip from a listener of the show named Elise who wanted to share her story of deciding to become a single mom by choice. I thought it was fitting to wrap up the season doing what has always been the most important goal of this podcast, sharing stories that help women like you and me feel less alone in our unconventional journeys to motherhood. Thanks so much to Elise for being willing to share And thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who've listened and been interviewed and DM'd me to tell me what a difference the podcast has made for you. It's truly an honor to be here with you, and one of the single greatest choices I have ever made in my life has been to share this space with you. Thank you all so much. Love you guys. I wanted to talk about the decision-making process for me to become a single mom by choice. My name is Elise. I am 34 years old and I live in Charleston, South Carolina. And I, like so many of us, have always wanted to be a mom ever since I was a little girl. I saw my mom being just a great mom, wonderful person, and that's what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I had a plan that I was going to have my first child by the time I turned 22. 22 came and went and no baby and then I got real close to 30 and just wasn't having any luck finding a spouse or someone to have a baby with and I started questioning whether or not I was going to become a mom and I remember I was probably 28 or 29 and I told one of my teachers that if I hadn't found someone by the time I turned 30, I was going to just have a baby on my own. I had no idea what that meant or if it was a possibility, but that's what I had decided. Fast forward to 29, I met a guy and I thought, finally, you know, everything is going to turn out fine. We're going to get married. We're going to have babies. And that is not how it turned out. And I think once my sister started having kids, She had her first in April of 2018. I saw just how much pressure that put on her and her husband and their relationship. And they had been married for eight years before they had kids. And I started second guessing myself and started second guessing if I even wanted kids because there was no way I was going to be able to wait eight years after getting married to have a strong enough relationship to withhold having a baby thrown into it. And that terrified me and I thought you know what maybe I should just be the cool aunt and I'll just have a bunch of dogs and a bunch of money and can just travel and do whatever I want to whenever I want to and I was okay with that decision for a little bit and then I read the article by Love What Matters they featured Jess and Lauren from Making Babies Alone and I thought, my goodness, look at how cool this is. These two badass women just went and did it by themselves. How freaking awesome. I still didn't want kids by that point. I figured my decision had been made for me and I shouldn't have kids if this is how I felt about having them. Then in November of 2019, I accidentally got pregnant. Huge blessing, very unexpected. 
at that point I started to question could I even have kids because I hadn't had an accident before this I don't know I woke up one morning and I felt weird and I thought hmm I think I'm pregnant and sure enough a week later found out I was in fact pregnant and shortly after I miscarried my first baby and I just took that as a sign from God that I wasn't supposed to have kids here I got pregnant and it didn't work so that was all the more reason I had to not have any kids and then fast forward we make it through the first part of the pandemic and I met up with an old friend and managed to somehow within nine months get pregnant again definitely unexpected and not at all planned but very wanted and desired either way and I was thrilled this time I got eight whole weeks of knowing that I was pregnant and being able to plan for the future and it was just amazing and then sadly I miscarried again and this time it hit me a lot harder I was farther along going through that I had a really tough time in the beginning because I was still struggling do I want to be a mom do I not want to be a mom and miscarrying that second time around was the fire I needed to have lit under me to really pursue motherhood and to say screw guys and just do it by myself so I was miscarrying while I was moving from Georgia to South Carolina and I remember just so vividly laying in bed in my hotel room it was three in the morning when I found my current fertility clinic coastal fertility here in Charleston and I sent them an email and I just asked for help, any help. You know, was there something wrong because I had two miscarriages in a row? Was something off in my levels? Could I not ever be a mom? And that was pretty much the decision. And I think my parents, I had kind of pre-warned them and joked about it more so, you know, using a sperm donor, but always coming back to... I'm cute enough to find a guy like that's what it's all about or that's what they make their decision on. This was my backup to my backup to my backup plan. And now that I'm here and in the thick of it, I am so proud and grateful that this is my journey to motherhood. And I honestly couldn't see it going any other way for me. This is what I was supposed to do and how I am supposed to become a mom. It doesn't matter that I'm single. I'm just so thankful that this is a decision that we can make, that we have the opportunity to pursue motherhood in any way we choose. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Single Greatest Choice podcast. I'm your host, Katie B. You can learn more about me, this podcast, and the Single Greatest Choice coaching at my website, www.singlegreatestchoice.com or find me on Instagram at single underscore greatest underscore choice. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a minute to rate and review in iTunes. That helps more women to find our show. Until next time, I'm sending you all of my love and support as you go about making the choices that will create a life you love.